So this past week was my birthday. And I didn't want to plan anything for my birthday. Because if you guys, you know, caught up with the last few episodes, it's hard to combine so many different friend groups together. And it's also hard when you're growing up and you don't really have, like, new friends, you know? So because of all that stress, I didn't want to plan anything. So Mashnoon, the greatest co-host partner that there is he planned everything for me and he actually flew out to new york to surprise me and we went to a nice little kite runner broadway show 100% recommend by the way and Mm. he planned a nice little soho rooftop with my friends and family and it was a blast and on that trip he was also addicted to essential water for some reason (laughs) and um but anyway that birthday trip it was nice. You know, I turned 24 and I also just realized every single year that the people that are meant to be in your life will be there and the true ones. What's the biggest lesson you learned when you were 24? As I was saying, the true ones are your forever friends and they're the ones that wish you happy birthday. They're the ones that care about you. So if you have this like high standard for your friends, but really, they're not really like that. And you kind of romanticize the idea of them, hoping that they'll be as good as you think. That's probably not true. Honestly, just like see them for who they are. If they're giving you red flags left and right, believe it. But anyway, I had a good birthday despite that. I think every single year is stressful, but this one was good. We're going to put a we're going to put a poll um, in in this podcast you know just look in the top left right um of of, of your room uh you'll see the poll and the poll is gonna be um do, does it matter like does it make you a bad friend if you don't say happy birthday on your friend's birthday because in my opinion it does not matter me and my best friend i'll tell him happy birthday a month later yo my fault bro like i i forgot i didn't forget but it's like you know texting i my my time is crucial my, my time is, is i think it matters expensive because I don't think it matters at all. In this day and, day and age, everything's yeah. on social media. There's no way you didn't see that it was your friend's birthday. But It's like, just that you don't the, care enough to text them that ma- one minute bir- message. Birthdays don't matter. Birthdays don't matter. I said it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I grew up with uh, every day on my mom's, on my birthday, my mom would come to my room. You know, they should be celebrating me for giving birth to you. That's what I, that's what I got every birthday. That's what I started the day with. So honestly... I don't care about birthdays. I only care about her birthday because I know that she loves her birthday. That's why I tried to do so much for her. We went and saw the Kite Runner Broadway sponsor us because we loved we loved the play. It was a sponsor it was an us because play. Broadway took down my Instagram post. Yeah, so I have I some know, beef. I don't know what you were doing with that. Honestly, I kind of knew they were about to. I was like, "There's no way this girl is posting a clip of the play." Why'd you, you don't let do me that. do it? Anyways, welcome back to our podcast, our podcast named Difficultish. Um, I'm the first co-host, Mashnoon Munir, at Mashnoon Munir. A podcast about different South Asian narratives. He keeps doing this. I'm never letting him do an intro again. My name is Mahua, the best co-host that there is. What are we talking about today, co-host number one? Um, we're going to be talking about literally when we start the podcast and we're like, oh, what kind of, what kind of topics you dating, (laughs) dating, (laughs) dating. (laughs) Like, okay. Okay. Listen, listen. 
other than dating what what else what would you guys like us to talk about you know we can talk about you know therapy you know we can talk about you know talk some dating dating talk about dating right now talk about dating right now we are only known for you y'all are using us we're only known for the moving out episodes and we're only known for our dating episodes because tell me why the story of of how we met episode number 49 did like the best that it did and tell us why that the moving out episodes that's what we're known for so like what's going on mm. with y'all yeah 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 so so what are we what are we talking about so we're talking about you know how we brought up this dating subject to our family members how we can try our best to help you bring it up to your family members because at the end of the day we're trying our best to help you but you know this is just from personal experience we are not therapists we're not experts on this we're trying our best so if it doesn't work out for you or if it doesn't apply to your family obviously don't take the advice but we're that trying sucks. our best <laughs> um we also have a lot of questions and situations from you guys that we're obviously going to implement later on in the episode and yeah just our account of dating and how we're gonna you know we're gonna proceed with this you think dating is important i think dating is crucial you know what oh wow i was i was i was thinking about it and a lot of our parents didn't have the privilege of dating and when people think of dating it's kind of like you know being a hoe sleeping around you know i don't i don't think that's what yeah yeah i know that's not what you think but i'm saying that people think that especially our parents they think dating is like the worst thing that you can do because it means that you're like used goods especially if you're a girl but i think dating could have helped so many of our parents not have that trauma because they would have helped them not be in their abusive relationships first of all toxic relationships second of all it could have just helped them like discover what they like in a partner you know can you imagine Mm. like if our parents had the privilege of like marrying the person that they actually wanted to marry in the whatever mid 90s or late 90s whatever or like if they were able to kind of like do what they wanted to do in their life and discover the traits they like instead of just getting married like in their late teens or early 20s it's freaking crazy yeah dating is very important because it just shows you what you like and what you don't like and it's kind of like a trial and error you know i think uh i don't think dating is that important Mm. i think it it you know in general it depends on the person there's there's different types of people all across the world uh but for me i i don't think it's essential i don't think it's crucial i think depending on again depending on the person depending on the time frame like when you are dating it could it could hinder you a lot it could honestly mess you up a lot it can slow you down a lot it can divert your attention to things that um that don't matter um depending on who you're with, when you're with them, what you're doing while you're with them. Um, so just a little disclaimer, you know, we're we're gonna talk about dating this episode, but this is not gonna be an episode where we like where we fantasize about dating, where we talk about how beautiful and lovely it is. Right? We'll, we'll talk about the reality of like what it's like us as you're 24 now. I'm 23, about about turn 24. Yeah. Um, and and like how we went about telling our parents how our parents feel about it, why they're justified in feeling how they feel, maybe why they're not justified. And um 
And yeah, we're just going to try to keep it, you know, real deal and authentic this episode. So you think that dating isn't important? No, I don't think so. I think uh, for me, I, uh, I wasted a lot on dating early, unfortunately. And I didn't get anything out of it. That's Nothing. not true. I think what I got out of it was the bare minimum. I realized that the the only things I got out of, out of dating early was I don't want to be with someone who's crazy in the head. A freaking lunatic. That's oh, wow. But it's like, I don't need a date to <laughs> you do. realize you I don't want to be with experience. some... No, I don't think you need to date to realize you don't want to be with someone crazy. I feel like once you have the experience of dating someone that's toxic and something that you don't want, that's when you realize, oh, shit, I have to raise my standards and this is what I actually want. I guess, but I just wasted so many resources, so much time, energy, money, like presence with my family for things that like just didn't work out. And and it was my it was my fault, you know, because I think when I was young, I was I was uh, fantasized by the idea of dating when when you're young and you're dumb and, you know, like it's all your friends are talking about like, oh, this girl, this guy, blah, blah. All your friends have girlfriends. All your friends have boyfriends. Like you get you get peer pressured very easily. And I think I fell to the peer pressure a lot with like, you know, I saw all these like things on social media of like, you know, um, all these like cute date places, all these cute like romantic ideas. And I think, you know, this is from like a guy's perspective. I think that stuff gets in our heads a lot, especially when we were young. You know, we we want a girlfriend. We want somebody to, to care about us, somebody to support us through like whatever we're going through. And um, and at the end of the day, like what what I'm saying does not relate to everybody because I know people who like start dating when they're 14 and now they're engaged. You know, like one couple of mine comes to mind mm-hmm. when they've been together for so long, whether they're happy or not. Obviously, I don't know. But it's like, you know, there there are people all across the spectrum. But for me, um, sure, I got some shit that I learned about myself out of it. But I honestly regret wasting so much time with people that um it like there was just no point of you know like the the people in, like we're still cool it's it's whatever but it's like i really slowed myself down so much like my at least for guys like when you're in a relationship you you want to spend all of your resources on your girlfriend you do not care about yourself and that's not the right thing to do when you're between like 17 to 20 what you need to do is focus on yourself i mean you need to focus on yourself for like a like a majority of your upbringing but like these like years in particular where it's like vast expansiveness of your mind where you're like you're really learning about yourself and like what you want what you're passionate about what you're interested in what you want to do after you know towards the end end of your schooling like what your future looks like you like don't spend that time like just giving away all of your resources to something that like you you're not sure if it's gonna work if you're with the girl that you think like you think it'll work long term like obviously i can't stop you but if you're like yeah i know i'm wasting my time why are you wasting your time why are you Mm. well because you want you want like something in the moment you want like blah blah whatever it's not worth it like i look back and like i i realize none of it was worth it like there there were so many times where I was hurt, so many things that I wasted that I'm just like, I wish I had that right now. I wish I didn't go through that. I didn't get anything out of that. 
you know but so, i think but you, i mean that that's me i think you going through that makes you realize that it wasn't worth it but you have to go through it to understand that to realize that you don't have to be spending that much money when you're younger i guess but it's like such a high cost you know like yeah like i i learned the bare minimum of not to date a crazy girl but whatever i mean th- that's me like guy you guys are are still gonna date y'all, y- y'all are still gonna do your thing but in my opinion dating is not crucial and it's not essential you feel me i think that a lot of people don't understand like me and you were both independent before we met each other we understand the importance of being independent because me and you were always in relationships so i think that we wouldn't understand the crucial nature of being independent and discovering ourselves unless we had all of those relationships that we were in since high school but i think everybody everybody has to be a little bit a little bit independent you know there's people who are more and less but everybody needs to be independent for a fragment of their life just to be happy with themselves you hear all the time you can't you can't make someone else happy if you're not happy yourself and you can't be happy yourself until you fully figure out how to do that and that comes with having to spend time by yourself having to really work on yourself having to understand that people are not going to be in your life forever they're going to be people that walk away especially when you're 17 18 19 years old you're going to start seeing people from high school walk away when you start like graduating high or college you're going to see people that you never like you're like oh like i don't talk to that person no more and it hurts you know because those are the people that were close that were the closest to you one day so it's these points in your life where you realize like you know you have to learn to be okay with yourself you have to learn how to be happy with yourself if you want a happy relationship and i get it everybody has their own opinion but for me, you know, I'm happy where I am today and I'm happy with you, but I just think about how much of myself I, I gave away for, like, for what, you know? Um, I think about how I had a high school boyfriend, you know, when I was like 15. I thought I was so mm. cool. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, no one else really has a boyfriend at this age. And again, it was it was stupid, you know, it was like young, like puppy love. And I don't think it's essential, especially a lot of people that like beat themselves up over the fact that they don't have a partner at that young of an age. Obviously, it's like very rare and it's also not something that you need. But I also think that that relationship like taught me what I didn't want. Like, obviously, I don't want a partner that like cheats on me and I'm okay with it, you know? And it's Mm. like, I also think that that was the first ever relationship that my parents found out about and they realized that like, since I was so young, they used to give me so much shit. Like, I was not allowed to have a boyfriend. Obviously, I was 15 years old. Why the hell do I need a boyfriend? And also, like, he wasn't Bangali. So, it just, like, shows... Like, I think that relationship alone left such a bad taste in my parents' mouth because they always assume that I'm going to be stupid like that again. And they always see me as, like, that young, stupid girl, like, falling for whoever, you know? And it's so hard to like undo that mistake when you're older because they always just see you as like your past mistake. I don't know what it is about parents, like brown parents especially, where they just like like reverting back to the past and just bringing up the past instead of like the current self. But um, yeah, so I think it's really important to just like bring up the best person that you think that you're going to marry to your parents because they're always going to just bring up the bad 
qualities if you don't find the right person you know dating in high school is is stupid yeah <laughs> like it's it's stupid you, y'all like if you're in high school you're listening y'all still gonna do it but realize that like it's stupid yeah <laughs> like, like uh if you see it working out keep doing what you're doing but at the end of the day if you know that it's not gonna work out you're being stupid just just please don't waste your time because you need you need to give yourself that time you need to give yourself that time at that time not to somebody else i think in high school relationships you fall in love with the idea of love like not yeah. the person like i think you realize later on that it's not really the person that you love but it's like the idea of love and like what you yeah. see in, in movies and whatnot but after high school it's like the real life shit you know but yeah that that was a, a big one for me for my parents i didn't mm. i didn't intentionally tell them i didn't even mean for them to find out um but they they found out and yeah um, they did yeah they did and i was a rebellious kid so yeah. yeah that that left a bad taste what are what are some uh some some values that are important for your significant other to have and why you know things that i didn't really understand when i was younger was like i just thought that the if the other person cared about me the same way that i cared about them that would be enough for me but i think as i got older i started realizing that i want someone that's more like-minded like me has like the same values as me and i think that also correlates with me having the same background and since i am such a patriotic person and i am so like bangladeshi i've always wanted well in in my adult years i've always wanted someone that was also bangladeshi someone that knew how to speak bangla to like you know bring it on to my kids later on and i always wanted someone that was like artistic and those values were something that my parents always implemented on me like you know they would always say you know you have to have a nice boy from like a respected family and like he has to be bangladeshi and good job like blah blah like obviously like back then i'd be like oh my gosh shut up like i'm not gonna have that you know like i don't care about all that stuff that doesn't matter to me and then later on a lot of my values started meshing with my what my parents said and it obviously it was kind of authentic like it's not like i was purposely trying to make my values like my parents but i started realizing the importance of like um passing on the same culture to my kids and like just how important it it was for me too and that's not to say that like if you are marrying or if you are with a partner that doesn't have the same background as as you that doesn't mean that your kids can't have that same background either like you can still have that but I think it was just really important for me to like have someone that was family oriented and someone with the same background because I really care about you know the cultural aspect as well and I really care about someone that supports me with my artistic endeavors and dreams and everything that's crazy i hope you find him yeah same <laughs> you know someone asked us if we're um dating to marry what, what does that even mean like are you like, dating the other person person to marry them or are you just dating them to like experiment mm. how, how do you how do you feel about that? i asked like, in you general? i asked oh. you oh i didn't i didn't know you asked me a question <laughs> no way he's asking a question with no the question. what's the what's the question are you dating to marry me or are you dating to experiment? I mean, that, that's like why we started talking to each other in general. You know, we we didn't care about dating to experience, you know, and like to an extent, I don't really, you know, get it too much. Like, 
I understand you're always going to be talking to people, but like dating, being in a like a serious relationship that you know is not going anywhere, I I don't get it. And I mean, I understand that sometimes it may be difficult to get out of. People got that situation, but like a lot of people are like go into relationships, get their heart broken, cry for a year straight, get into a relationship, get their heart broken, cry for a year straight. It's like that stuff is damaging, bro. Like that stuff like really affects you. And I feel like that's what makes crazy people. You know, I I think we can both attest to each other that like we are not crazy. You know, and like there's nothing that either of us do that is crazy. And I've been like a crate like that crazy boyfriend before. And I'm sure you've been like that before. But it was like but at the core, like at the root, like we're not like that. Now that we're grown ups, now that we're adults, like you don't get mad at me over stupid shit. I don't get mad at you over stupid shit. It's like we're very grown up and respectful and I feel like that over excessive dating for experience, dating for the moment, that's what makes you like a weirdo, bro. Like that's what <laughs> makes you get like mad over dumb shit. Like I don't know. I've it's just like this whole like realm era of like social media that's like just glorifies like a certain type of relationship i don't ever get it i don't like i think i think that experience is is necessary like again it's trial and error but i don't think that you should be pursuing a long-term relationship with someone that you don't see a future in because at the end of the day you're wasting both of your times and it's just you're setting it up for heartbreak you know so I think it's like having a phase where you're just like dating around and trying to find qualities in someone that you actually like is important, but not if it ends up in heartbreak for both of you. You know, I think that's very immature. I think I think everything in life has to be done in moderation. And I think people can get really carried away when it comes to dating because it's easy to just, you know, fall in the in the whirlpool and just like go with the motions and not feel like you have any control with the situation but that's not good bro it's something that you can easily get carried away and especially if you don't have prior experience especially if you don't have somebody like older than you telling you what's going on like it it can be it can be harmful and you have to make sure that you know you're you're ready for what you're getting yourself into and and start things like slowly that's why i've never understood like all of our parents are like no dating until you're married and then once you graduate <laughs> high school it's like all right time to get married and then they mm. they're like they're weird they don't understand why you can't get married and now they've got to marry you to someone across the world and then they're like why didn't it work <laughs> yeah I it's have... like you know i uh i and obviously like there there are cultural norms there are traditional norms religious norms but at the end of the day like that that mindset and that way of doing things makes absolutely zero sense and i don't like that some of our parents not you and i but like parents of people that look like us pursue that route because it literally makes zero sense and i really don't like it yeah, it's kind of like a step-by-step guide of like what you're supposed to accomplish in life. And like if you don't marry by a certain time or if you don't graduate school by a certain time, you're kind of seen as a failure. And it's like so like, I don't know, backwards because it's like, you know, your parents tell you to never date. And then you graduate school and you're like, all right, they're like, it's time to get married. But it's like, bro, like give me some time to like 
finally do this because you forced me to hide it from you for so many years or not do it and now you suddenly have this like switch up you know it doesn't make sense they want their kid to do like exactly what they say but it's like like at the end of the day like do they care like do they really care about like the person that their kid is marrying if they're so fascinated with the idea of marriage there's no way that you that you really care about like really care about the person that they're dating other than like what's on the exterior like their money their family their whatever like how many how many kids get married to somebody and like their parents have like met their the person that their kid is marrying like like two or three times or some shit like never Mm -hmm. had like an actual conversation you know i can never imagine us going to like the next step without me spending like a lot of time with your family not just like a few dinners not just you know taking your brother out a day or two right like i need to spend like extensive time with them and i feel like that doesn't happen you know what's crazy like i was at my best friend's wedding this past weekend and one of my friends she is very good looking and um the others like the groom side one of the moms wanted to introduce her to Uh. like one of the you know the groom's friends just because she was so pretty and it's just crazy how like you know parents are willing to like marry off their sons because they see a pretty girl and like literally willing to like marry them without knowing anything about them but just because she's pretty it's just like that's all she no that's all the family needs because like the value for a woman is like based on her looks and it's just like can do you want to know what i do do you want to know who my family is first before you try like marrying me off because i'm my looks it's just so backwards but how how did your your family feel about the concept of dating um my mom's never been you know intrigued with me dating <laughs> intrigued um, <laughs> literally never um because I'm, I'm muslim you know my my family's muslim my mom is is very muslim and i don't know the ins and outs of what the religion says about the concept of dating i'm sure it's exaggerated by our parents as everything is um but at the end of the day i know there are like certain things that you shouldn't bypass and i always try my best to abide by her opinions and i completely respect how she goes about religion and i try my best to follow in her footsteps because i know how important islam is to her and it's very important to me as well and i i i do respect her values and as every day goes on i try my best to get closer and closer to where she is at and like i said i i regret a lot from when i was from when i was younger i was running around doing stupid stuff and i just wish i kind of listened to her more you know she knew what she was talking about and um yeah i uh i i was running around doing stupid stuff but uh never been fond of it never been intrigued um you're the first girl that i've like seriously told her about um the first girl that she's ever met um and i knew i had enough leverage to show her because you check off all the boxes oh wow that's news to me you're a little bit of a of a dumbo silly goose but you know oh. we'll, work, we'll work on that oh wow but it, you know what's crazy it's like you have a master's degree but you're still so silly how does like don't people get smart 
don't people get like wise and you know nice and you know polished, yeah, but you know, prim and proper? You know that master's degree really really bumped me up on the on the value of yeah the value chain. The value chain. Yep. I my parents have always told me that I can start not even dating. I can start thinking about boys after I finish all of my after education, you're married, which is a blessing because yeah after I'm married, which is a blessing because a lot of brown parents kind of say to the girl like you know, you have to get married, like, don't even care too much about education, blah, blah, blah. But on the other end, you know, my parents really emphasized school and my master's, and they never talked about marriage like that. They never brought it up. So I was lucky on that end. But, you know, the difficult part of that spectrum was that I can never mention anything about guys to them, right? Mm. So, you know, I wanted a nice little balance. I didn't really have that. So I started introducing the idea of mushnoon about a year plus into our relationship like about a year and a half actually um and it it was like a long you know subtle growth it did not happen overnight Mm -hmm. i think one of the first things ever was just like the idea that i have friends living in florida not even a guy just like (laughs) friends because i remember once like very early on in our relationship like before we were even official mashun sent me this letter to my home address and it was sent from florida and it had the name of Munir on it and my mom was like what the heck is this and i was like oh yeah like my friends in florida like they're having a wedding they invited me blah blah, blah. Oh, so God. like from then on they're like okay like you know she has friends in florida and then i would slowly introduce like you know Mashun's sister and be like oh yeah like my friend like my friend's sister like blah blah, blah right and then i would slowly introduce the concept of Mashun as like a friend and you know kind of gas him up obviously just say like oh yeah like my friend like bought this for his mom like my friend (laughs) does this for work like you know just like slowly introducing things that he does but not really like mentioning him and then that like that took like six plus months and then finally i was like oh yeah like you know my friend's coming to new york you want to meet him (laughs) wow and then my mom was like who's this friend (laughs) right and it's like my mom has never wanted to hear anything about boys because my mom is very um defensive like she's very protective Mm -hmm. over like who i'm with because she doesn't want me to get into like a toxic abusive relationship and i think it's like you know the mom like protecting the daughters from like their experiences and whatnot so she's very like cautious about that so I knew that when I sprung it against her, she would try to resist because, mm. you know, she would try to do anything she can do to pretend like her daughter doesn't have someone, pretend like her daughter is not going to get married sooner or later, you know, whatever. But I knew I had to spring it on her in a way where she could not say no. So I, I was like, you know, you want to meet him? When in reality, he was already coming. <laughs> yeah. She had no choice. She had to meet him. So... um I kind of had to like spring it on her and then once my parents did meet Mushnoon it was like amazing. <laughs> it was, like, yeah, they love me just their long lost son like <laughs> relax and like the fact that you know Mushnoon is like literally the best that there is. Wow. It it really helped wow. the case. I've never I've never heard that. It helped the case, you know, he came to my parents' house, he stayed for like 3 days. It like he took them on adventures. He doesn't even live here. And it's just like he also checked off all the boxes you know he's bangladeshi he has a good job he loves being a family man 
maybe the one box that he did not check off was that he's allergic uh, to cats and i have two cats so my mom was like so how are you guys gonna have a cat in the future <laughs> remember how she didn't take me serious yeah my remember mom did not she, take it serious she thought i was kidding she's like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i would think <laughs> when, you were when kidding i start too. freaking when i when i look like i'm about to explode she's like yeah but are you okay <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize how big how bad you were allergic until then yeah too. But um, yeah, so when I did introduce him, and I think this really relates heavily if you're a girl, because unfortunately, you can't really bring guys to your family unless it's the one, right? Like, for example, my brother is dating someone right now. It was very, I wouldn't say easy for him to bring it, bring it up, but a lot less heat he got. Mm. I remember in high school when the me talking to a boy was introduced and like all of the things that i was doing was introduced my phone was broken up <laughs> yeah whereas you know my brother <laughs> you should have known yeah my brother got a casual like you know a little scolding but that was it really you know okay. and it's just like when you're a girl you gotta really you know thread tread tread the waters softly <laughs> you know because unfortunately your your relation to a male depends is dependent on your family's reputation and who you are as a person like you're basically used goods if you have more than like one person that you're related to that's why like if in the olden days and this still happens now you can't really get divorced because you're technically considered like like old goods you know people are not gonna like you anymore because you had a husband before that's why in india before if your husband died you had to literally set yourself on fire and die so it's like things like that, that unfortunately, like the traditional values aren't as strict anymore, but like they still think like that in some aspect. So I knew that when I introduced Mishnoon, I could not have like any red flags with him. I could not have like any, you know, um, negative ideas of him in my head or like any fights that would uh, become longer because I did not want to have a chance that it would not work out. Like I had to be really sure Otherwise, I would not have brought him up to my parents. Second of all, I had to introduce him as a friend first because I had to kind of see how it would, how it would end up slowly instead of just being like, oh, yeah, this is my boyfriend. I'm going to marry him mm. tomorrow. Like, I think a lot of people, again, this is like based on experience. A lot of people just harshly say to their parents, this is who I'm with. You have to accept it. And they kind of put their mm. foot down, which is great. You know, it's important for you to be putting your foot down. But it's also important for you to like do it slowly so that they are kind of adjusted to it instead of just forcing them to accept it, you know? You know, I don't, I don't remember when I told her like explicitly like, oh, mom, like I, I think it just kind of like casually, like naturally happened. And but I think before we even talk about, you know, any of this, I think uh, the most important thing is you need to have like a, a a trustworthy relationship with your with your family right you have to you have to show them that you know you are someone that they should take serious and you're someone that so you're someone whose words should be taken serious because i think where i might have messed up that I, like thankfully it didn't mess me up too much but i used to say so many like reckless things to my mom like oh mom i'm gonna move here or mom i'm I'm going to be this when I grow up when it's like, yeah, you know, there are different ways of going about things with your parents. But I think the most optimal way is by not doing the mom, 
this is how it's going to go. When it's like, when you're a kid, they're not going to take you serious. Especially if you don't, like, have a resume of, like, good, mature things that you've done to, like, give you enough leverage for them to, like, believe you and take you serious as, like, an adult. So I think by the time I was 21, I was already, you know, on my path towards, you know, taking school more serious and graduating soon. I already had a good job. I was working from home, which not a lot of people my age without a degree were even had a job like that. And I was doing so many things on the side and I was taking care of my mom. Like, so it's not like I was running around like a little kid telling my mom, I got a girlfriend and you got to like her. Like, right. No, like I, I put in a lot of groundwork for my mom to take me serious. And I think that that's where a lot of, a lot of kids like mess up on it's like you know a lot of y'all will not y'all but a lot of y'all will just you know just be in school you know taking your little classes then after school you're just twiddling your fingers sitting on your on your bed just playing with your toes just watching the <laughs> watching the clock tick that's away. what you do and it's like you can't you can't expect your parents to take you super serious when you're just like not really doing much with your life and right. like in your free time you're just dating you know like you you have to build a little bit more of a groundwork for your parents to take you serious. And I think that's where a lot of y'all mess up on. So that's mm-hmm. my biggest piece of advice is build yourself up into someone that is meant to be taken serious. So when yeah. you bring these types of things up, they know you're not playing. Yeah, I think something else on top of the trust thing is just like a place where I messed up in high school is that I broke my parents' trust by you know, being so rebellious and hanging out with my boyfriend and like doing a lot of things that they didn't want me to do. And obviously, like sometimes you have to do that because if you tell them the truth, they're not going to let you go or do whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, if you keep lying, they're not going to see you as responsible and they're not going to see you as someone that can hold a relationship or can like do anything in life. So it's very important to build that trust. And it's also hard, though, because I know like some parents don't accept the relationship because the other person isn't the same culture same religion they're racist whatever it is things like that right so it's really hard sometimes to be patient and like always responsible because your parents will not budge but at the end of the day the way to get their approval is to be patient and obviously like if they are not budging if they are not giving you the approval they're just like basically excommunicating you from the family then obviously do what you have to do in the extreme route, but it's very important to be patient. Something that I really regret is just how much I would lie to my mom when I was younger. I don't know why I did it so much. I don't know if like what I was scared of, what I was confused about. I just, I I lied to my mom a lot, just about a lot of stuff that was pointless for me to even lie, lie about when I could have just did the right thing, you know, whether it was out of laziness or I don't know, whatever. Like, don't don't lie to your parents. Don't lie to your mom because it just makes things so much worse. You have, like you have no idea. Like things could have been so much smoother, but it was it was my fault for a lot of it. And and I wish I didn't do like a lot of that to my mom. When it comes to dating, you know, if if your parents aren't cool with you dating, you can either listen to them or you can either just keep it to yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but just don't make things such a mess between you and your parents because like that stuff builds up and it snowballs and i i don't want anybody to have toxic relationships with your parents because it's just not worth it bro but 
I think now is a now is a good time to transition to a little segment where we can talk a bit about how dating is perceived throughout our culture and um and just you know some some knickknacks about you oh. know what's going on with 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 you know just how our parents grew up in in mm. the the realm of dating mm. you understand to help build our case we got some some beautiful information some beautiful insight from our friends over at Muz Muz thank you so much y'all keep y'all keep giving us this heat Mm. this fire they're, you feel me they're we, out of we control gotta, we got we got let we got let, let our listeners know you feel me because we really got you know some some good insights so so look you know we were talking um about dating dating to marriage dating to marry right you asked me that right feel me? somebody said that right you know on that topic did you know that men and women on Muz that had a shorter timeline either being married within a year or married within one to two years we're two times faster at finding their person. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I think we're just, con- you know, we're, we're conditioned to, you know, take this take take this dating thing more serious when we are looking to get married. And uh, I think that that's how it should be. You know, dating for experience, whatever. Y'all will do it. Y'all will do your thing when you're younger. But at the end of the day, dating is meant to find the person that you're getting married. So I think that's great. I think something else that's added on top of the fact that you have to marry someone that's someone someone from the same cultural background. It's just how common it is for a lot of people to also marry within the same sect, you know, sect. deeper deeper into just the religion and culture. They also need to have the same sect. Mm. We, didn't even t- we didn't even touch on that yet. I know that's what a whole got? different thing. So 76% of matches in the U.S. in the past month alone have matched just on sex. Mm, sex is important, huh? Yeah. And then age range is the most common filter. However, women are two times more likely to use the sect filter than men. They're trying to be a little bit more precise. You know, they they yeah. try to find a a good good solid man. You feel me? Like they yeah, they need to there's be nothing accurate. wrong with that. Nothing wrong they with that. They need accuracy. Right. You understand? It's right. quality over quantity when it comes to this type of stuff. Right. You feel me? Right. Muz. Thank you. <laughs> you feel me? All right, cool. So, so we've we've yapped on. Um, what are what are maybe some some closing thoughts on the the idea of dating? Of course, we'll return to this. Um, but but you know, someone who is a mere twenty one year old girl wants to uh you know get you know a, a quality relationship with the boy um, or girl. We support everybody. Um, parents are not against it. You got any any words for that? For that mere girl? Um, first of all, find yourself before you date someone and become responsible <laughs> and become independent. Yeah. Yeah. Second, don't get into a relationship of another culture, of another sect, whatever it is. If you're not gonna fight for the person, if you don't see something long term, if you don't that's a, that's a stinger. That's what they call a stinger. That's a burner. You feel yeah, me? that's a burner because yeah, a lot of people don't want to hear it. Uh huh. Third I can't think of another one. Go ahead. Uh, of course not. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it over from here. Um, and third, you understand what I'm saying? No um, one understands because you didn't say nothing. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> listen, we hear, we hear our whole lives. Life is short. But guess what? Life is long. Mm. Especially when you're 18 to 24. Trust me. Let's take a second. Let's think about where we were five years ago. I don't want to. But you understand how the number five is so small? Right. Let that sink in. 
but you right. see how much has changed and how much more how much more developed you are how much more you know about yourself now how much you want to cringe over what 18 year old you was doing a lot happens in five years i'm not telling y'all to wait five years but i'm telling y'all what you think you know about yourself today you don't know shit mm. buddy mm. home girl home slice you think you know what you. was that piece of advice that, that woman that that woman came up to her table and told us about relationships i don't know what she was saying she was just blabbering away but she says something along the lines of like you know we asked her like oh what's the best age to get married she said like 35 because she was like you know you want to make sure you live your own life before you give your life to somebody else you know you want to make sure that you have some good footing you have something to share you have something to give and you just want to make sure you are happy with yourself before you even think about any of this stuff. You know, because at the end of the day, even when you're in a relationship, you will still continue to learn about yourself. You know, you'll still be independent. It's not like you're giving. I don't want to make it sound like you're giving your life away. Right. But, you know, the reason we have a healthy relationship is because we've given ourselves enough time before this relationship we've learned a lot about ourselves we've been through ups and downs we both have things to share and we're not just sitting here fighting every day like you know like this is not that and it's because we both had footing in ourselves in what our values are before we got into this and and i think that that's the way that it definitely needs to go Mm. she also said that you have to have friendship within your relationship oh yeah that was that was one yeah yeah you feel me mm-hmm you ready yeah. to move on to the advice session with the questions? Yeah, go ahead and pull it up. No, you pull it up, buddy. I always pull it up. We have officially surpassed Mashoon's followers on Instagram, and Difficult Dish actually has more followers than him. So if you want to actually continue that streak, keep following us on Difficult Dish at Difficult Dish on Instagram. And also, we've been popping off on TikTok. So we're at Difficult Dish Podcast on TikTok if you want to see both of us on there. Yeah, with that being said, this will be the last episode of Difficultish. Um I'm, I'm deleting the I'm deleting everything. I don't know how y'all let that happen. <laughs> if you're listening right now, what's going on? Just follow me real quick, okay? Well like So the first response we got is a goodie. It goes, I am dating a Hispanic guy. We've been in a relationship for two plus years. My parents found out and they were mad for one day and now they don't even bring it up. You feel me? And this shows a show. They don't even know what they get mad about nowadays. <laughs> They just get mad. they just get mad. Listen, I feel like I I feel like just that 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 the the fear of the unknown and the fear of like the 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 discomfort, you know, it paralyzes them for a little bit. But once they get over it, they realize they have no reason to literally be upset about anything, you know. So, and if, this is not going to be the situation for everybody, but I think this is the situation for a lot of people for a lot of things. I think there were a lot, of, you know, when with me and my tattoos, I remember I was terrified to tell my mother my about my tattoos, but I went about telling telling her about them in the correct manner, and she literally wasn't even upset. You know what else I think this is? I mm. think what they meant is that they kind of ignore it and give you the silent treatment regarding regarding your partner because that's their way of accepting well not accepting what happened and that's their way of kind of erasing it and they're also hoping that them not talking about it will finally like change your mind because they're like kind of mad at you without saying anything 
So they're just hoping that you won't like have that type of relationship anymore. And I think a lot of parents don't approve of the, that type of relationship from like a different culture or different religion because first of all, reputation, obviously. But second of all, I think a lot of them are like obsessed with the fact that they want like light babies or like they want like a certain type of like grandchildren, you know? Like chill out, chill out, mom. Y'all get what y'all get. Get us. You should Stop just be happy that you're um your kids are happy you know i'm actually glad my my mom is at this phase now where she just says that like you know we just like want our kids to be happy and like you know it's fine that you have a boyfriend like blah blah, blah. i was like oh damn where was that mm. <laughs> attitude in high school <laughs> <laughs> someone said i've been in a trans lesbian interracial relationship for seven years and i told my sisters last week that's amazing i feel like we don't get enough representation in that realm and i'm really happy that you were able to do that someone said my parents are really a big no-no when it comes to dating and if i like someone then my mom insists that i get married to the person right away rather than date my mom only knew about my first boyfriend and then told me to date in college if it's serious i'm in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend and it's been a year and a half my mom has her doubts but i'm not ready to tell her because i know she'll rush both of us for marriage when we're both still 20 I rather keep my relationship away from my parents and tell them when we're ready. Yeah, do that. Because yeah. your mother trying to get you married. Why? Why? Why, mom? Auntie? Why? Why? Tell me. Yeah, tell me. it's it's like tell the me. next step in the in the you know never ending cycle. You know. Because you know what happens when twenty year olds get married? They realize that they don't have money. Yeah. <laughs> they realize that they don't know anything, mm-hmm. and then everything falls apart. And then you get mad at your kid for making their marriage fall apart, and now you guys don't talk to each other. Is is that's a good that's a good path to follow? I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. You know? So, auntie, chill out. You feel me? It's not that serious. I don't know. I feel like dating isn't necessary for me, but to each their own. You know, we wouldn't have the pod if y'all weren't together. So, mm. you feel like we'd be doing this pod if we weren't together? No. Really? If we were just yeah, friends, and I was like, that. hey, hey, Mahua. Hey, Labyrinthab, you want to start a podcast with me? You would have said no. You just left me on red. All right. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone said there wasn't any convos being had other than don't do it, which was the my parents solution to a lot of things. Also, not seeing stable and healthier marriages within the South Asian community really led me to people taking advantage and manipulate girls who are young and didn't know any better. Learning Mm. from my older sister was the best advice I've gotten until I reached college. Mm. I didn't and couldn't decide who I wanted to date. When I finally started choosing for myself, it was a freaking mess. Overall, overall, sorry, overall relationships are a trial and error, rinse rinse and repeat. Sorry. (laughs) Overall relationships are a trial and error, rinse and repeat. I had to open my mind up and have a strong support system to move on to my next relationship. I've only disclosed one relationship to my parents, but now I'm dating someone new that they have no idea about yet. It's still hard to be taken seriously, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think a lot of people go through relationships and they cannot tell their parents about it. They literally go through like the worst heartbreak of their lives and they just have to be silent about it in their house because they know that they can't react in front of their parents. We didn't even get into that. A whole identity that you have to hide crazy huh we'll get into that maybe in a third dating episode that that may be coming you know we still got a lot to talk about but 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 for this girl you know homegirl homegirl was spitting you know yeah she said was rinse and repeat telling her damn yeah poet Mm. and there you have it the long-awaited 
episode on dating by your favorite your your favorite not only the fa- your favorite but also the best podcast ever right you feel me and um uh with this podcast we always end the episodes uh with something uh, it's called the 10 second advice session and i was just wondering uh my my co-host uh mo if you have any advice you know something that i really did when i was younger mm. i would buy things for my partner without even having the money myself like i would literally spend all of my money on them and that's like all cute you know that's what we think love is by just like buying them things because it reminds you of them but if you're young and you don't have money and you're buying your partner like all these expensive things chill out don't do it (laughs) chill out it's listen you know what and and i'm gonna i'm gonna use my 10 second advice to add on to what you're saying oh wow you know because i did a lot of this growing up a lot of it um and nothing came out of it sure you get your little five seconds of fame feels good for a little bit they forget about it you know what i got out of it what cheated on (laughs) (laughs) you know what i got out of it what overdraft fees (laughs) you also got cheated on (laughs) you got overdraft fees and cheated on you now you tell me if it's worth it what you want to buy your comment down below you want to buy your girlfriend that little triple chocolate fudge cake (laughs) that costs (laughs) 8.99 you only got 6.42 in your bank account you think it's worth it I promise it's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all we got. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to the very last episode of this podcast. (laughs) Shut up. Obviously, Um, this topic will be delved on a lot more because we have a lot more to say. We do. Maybe in 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 another dating episode that might be coming out soon. Oh. Oh. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyways, thank you, Muzz always for 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 giving us you know some of y'all beautiful data it always helps build our cases always gives us (laughs) just some some more to talk about you know because at the end of the day this all we do on this podcast is is talk shit we don't know what we're talking (laughs) about okay (laughs) so sometimes we need some reputable people and reputable sources to give us some actual information so it sounds like we know what we're talking about okay we don't know anything if you we don't know anything you know so thank you most if you want another in-depth episode about dating, comment on our <laughs> comment on our recent post and say, "Yo, what happened to your love life?" <laughs> and we'll That's know. That's a long ass message. And we'll know that we sent you and you actually listened towards the, to the end of the episode because That's only two people message. commented that on our last post because they listened all the way to the end. And if you know, Damn. you know. So anyway, give us a little rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because, y'all, we've been really soaring up there. And give us a little review if you want to make us happy because it is our birthday month. And follow us on Instagram at DifficultDish, at Mushroom Munir. Please give him that follow. And at Lapidav. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Allah Hafiz.